0: LifeWay Lifeway Leadership Leadership Podcast Network.
1: This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host Chandler Vinoy and Ron in this episode we're discussing essentials needed for effective church revitalization. Now You've done this quite a few times, so tell us a little bit of your story, and we'll get into it.
1: Yeah, you know, I've I've uh, been involved in church planting. I've also been involved in church revitalization for a long time. I spoke more about church planting because that was uh, took up the bulk of my. Ministry career. Now it's the opposite. You know, I've spent more time in church revitalization than I have in church planting. But um, whether as pastor or interim pastor, I've been involved several times in church revitalization. In fact, my first church was um, a historic, old, um, rural, um, small town church that, that we got to participate in church revitalization. And so I kind of, um, to use the cliche, bit my teeth in church revitalization. I've learned a few things along the way, but there are some just some things that have to be there if a church is going to revitalize. Um, and, uh, and these are hard paradigms, uh, to be honest with you, Chandler, uh, I've worked with a lot of churches that are just not ready to be revitalized. Mm-hmm. In fact, just recently we, uh, looked at a building, um, cons- to consider acquiring this building because the church had closed and many people had gone in there and tried to revitalize this church and they just never wanted to, to the point where somebody just turned out the lights and closed the doors. Wow. Yeah, really sad.
0: Wow. Well, for somebody who's looking in and maybe saying, is this, maybe it's their church, or maybe it's a church that they're looking, and going, man, I would love to see this church be revitalized. What are some, you know, essentials and components when it comes to church yeah. revitalization? Well, I've got
1: seven of them. Imagine that. <laughs> but here's seven. The first one is admitting that you need to revitalize, it's just simply saying, look, we can't keep going in the same direction and get different results. We've got to change. Something has to change. You have to admit the need first. And the, and that's a hard reality for many many churches to come to.
0: So, let's let's put ourselves in maybe it was your shoes right before you stepped into that first yeah. you know, pastorate. Right. Or somebody who's trying to look into uh, maybe a church along the same lines. How do you kind of figure that out
1: well it's hard and many times you'll get in before you realize whether they really want to or not but i think asking hard questions such as what if uh, what's the um, what when's the last big change the church made that's a good question to ask Um, what if um, um, i'm trying to make this specific but let's say a church has uh, you, you walk through the church and the church has an old library that is you know, smelly and and of of the old book smell, you know, and that sort of thing. And, and, you know, it checks out five books a month. Not that I've ever seen that, but I've actually I've seen that. And you and you just say, so what if we wanted to use this space for something new and exciting? Would that be okay?
0: Hmm.
1: And just see where that go. Well, I don't know. We got, you know, um, as I speak, we are uh, I think I can say this because they probably won't ever listen to this podcast but we're probably <laughs> closing a ceramics ministry mm. and I hate it you know it, um, we just recorded an episode on saying no we're saying no to ceramic <laughs> ministry but there's maybe two or three people involved in it and it takes up significant real estate it takes up a great, space in our building. And so we're going to have to close that. I didn't do that the last time I was at the church because it was so hard. Mm. Um, But uh, just kind of check the boundaries of some things, throw some scenarios out there, some examples out there and just see how people respond to them.
0: That's helpful.
1: What about number two? Letting go of the right to control. If you want to revitalize a church, if a church is going to have any success at all, they have to let go of the right to control uh that's what makes or breaks revitalization in many churches if if the no change allowed sign is is hung or even the but not that change like we just talked about uh then it's going to be very difficult to to, uh, to change the
0: church revitalize yep and you're and not necessarily saying when i hear this some ambitious leader could say, Well, I want all the control. It's yeah. not the opposite of. No,
1: yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: Some, you know, maybe it's a certain group wanting all the control, but it's, you know, being balanced in that. That's for right. Sure. Exactly. What's next? A
1: history worth revitalizing. This one's a big one. Uh, there's a lot of really toxic churches out there. And, uh, y- you know, if. Um, if you don't have any, so one of the things I'll do when I go in to assess a church is when was the last good season? So like when was, when were, was everything clicking? The church was growing, everybody, there was health in the church, uh, unified uh, around division, you know, all those sort of things. When was the last good season? If they can't quickly tell me that, or they can't tell me that at all, it's gonna be really hard to revitalize, you know? So like you've never had a good season, (laughs) you know? And
0: Believe it or not, there are those churches out there. You got to have a history worth revitalizing. That one's that one's huge. I haven't heard that thought of that before, Mm. and it really is. Like, what are you revitalizing it to? That's right. Yeah. What about number four? A leadership that's
1: willing to lead change, and this is more than just the pastor. It's it's um, another thing that I. I have had to say a number of times to trusted leaders in the church is we are not going to be able to change until we have lay people willing to step up and help lead the change. If I'm if I'm the one carrying all the charge as the pastor, I'm taking all the arrows, all the hits. It's going to be very difficult to revitalize.
0: Hearing you say that, I think it's that's an easily forgotten mm-hmm. step. Yeah. Because Oftentimes, it's, man, the Lord's given me this vision. I feel like I I can lead through this, Mm. but it really is. It's going to weigh on you if you were the only one. That's right. So I think it's, once again, going back to how you were saying, throwing out scenarios. Yeah. If you just kind of hear them say, yeah, we we might be able to do that, but, you know, we'd be fine with you carrying the weight. I mean, that's going to be be tough to carry on your own. That's exactly right.
1: Which leads to the next one. Yeah, what's the next one? Number five: the tenacity to weather storms. You, you've got. If you're going to enter revitalization, if you have any chance of success in it, it's not going to be easy. Um, There will be pushback. It's natural, and even if the church wants to revitalize, it's still natural for them to resist change. And the longer you've been in decline, the longer it's going to take. And so you've just got to have the patience and the tenacity. To to stick it out. Mm. What about the next one? A few committed people, and that's uh, that's not just leadership. That's people in the church that are willing to set aside their personal agendas, willing to embrace a new future. Um, you know, I've always said, you, you give me a, a room, a handful of really committed people, and we we can we can change this church. Uh, we, we did it with church planting where, you know, in church planting, uh, everybody in the plant, in the couple of churches that I've, I've been involved in planting, everybody that started could fit in my living room. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same principle in a revitalization. you got to have enough. It doesn't have to be all the people, but enough people that can be influencers and, com- and committed Givers and change agents that will embrace a new future. You got to have that.
0: You know, oftentimes when it comes to church planting, if you were to do training and walk through it, they, and you talked about this, the core group, they fit in your living room. But as a um, church plant, you're recruiting um, those to be a part of your core group. So, how does maybe just some practical tips to so how to get those few committed people on board?
1: Yeah, I think you know. I think one of the things is um, lead um, leaders. So lead a few. Um, don't try to. Uh, so in church revitalization, you're, you're obviously having to to um, uh, cast vision to the entire church, and you, you use your Sunday sermons to help do that, and all that sort of stuff. But even Jesus pulled the disciples aside. So um, don't just try to lead the church. Try to lead a few committed people. And, you know, those people kind of raise their hands. You, you'll, you'll kind of see them. They're the, they're the ones with smiles on their faces, even when in the midst of change. They're the encouragers. They're the supporters. Um, you, you will know who they are. You know, they'll reveal themselves a lot of time, most of the time. Um, don't forget to just lead them, even apart from the church. Spend time just with them.
0: That's helpful. What about number seven? The last one.
1: Yeah. Grace upon grace. You can't, you know, all this is a work of grace. And you can, it's kind of like raising kids. And you're in the middle of that now. You can do all the right things and they still don't do everything the way you, according to you the way you raised them. That's really helpful to hear. Well, I'm just being (laughs) honest with you. you Uh, Yours are, you're, you're going to be great. Yours will be fine. Mine have, and I'm thankful for that. But, you know, revitalization is, is, uh, is an effort of, uh, it's hard work, but the results are always left up to, to God and to his glory. Mm.
0: Well, hey, thanks for listening. We hope this has been helpful to you. And if you're enjoying these episodes, please, please help us get the word out by liking, sharing, reviewing, subscribing. It helps other leaders like yourself find the podcast. And we'll see you next time.
1: Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from LifeWay, check out leadership.lifeway.com.